Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I'm talking about toxic behaviors, and I'm actually talking about our own toxic behaviors that could be adding to our stress and anxiety levels. And I wanted to start today's show with a quote, and this is from John Katzenbach. And he says, start with changing behaviors, not mindsets. It is much easier to act your way into new thinking than to think your way into new actions. Recurring and consistent performance from behavior change will lead to lasting changes in the way people feel, think, and believe in the long run. Again, that was John Katzenbach. And so I love that idea of being able to act our way into the new thinking. Just like I'm often talking about using our body to change up our mind because we are changing our physiology and how our body is talking to our brain. We can also begin to look at the way we are acting or our behaviors, the way I'm looking at it today, changing our ways of thinking. So let's get right into it here. Toxic behaviors we often think about as being something that someone else is doing or somebody is doing it to us, but it's easy to recognize out there in the world. But often we don't think about how we might be doing these things ourselves. We're all human. We've all got habits that are good and habits that are maybe not so good. And maybe some of our behaviors have been habitual to the point where we don't even really think about some of the things that we are doing. Having behaviors that we are stuck in that create stress in ourselves. And this only adds to the daily load that we carry. Letting go finally of these unhelpful traits can really lighten our stress load and help us to keep anxiety at bay. So we want to be able to recognize our own toxic behaviors, right? We don't like to think we do things that are toxic, but we all, like I said earlier, we do things that maybe are not what we could be doing. It's almost like just taking another little step up and being able to recognize that we have something that we can work on. And so again, these are just new life lessons. I have a bunch of them here that I wanted to go over with you. And I want you to keep in mind, I don't want you to beat yourself up here. Like if you recognize some of these, because many of these you're going to recognize in other people, because everybody out there is human and everybody has some behaviors or habits or traits that are not exactly what our 
making the world a better place. And we could be doing that too. But I don't want you to have this hurt you. I don't want it to have you beat yourself up or be hard on yourself and give yourself another like, oh, there I go again. I don't do anything right. You do a lot of things right. I know you do. And you're listening today because you want your life to be the best it can be. And that's what we're here to do as human beings. We're here to keep going, to keep unfolding, to polish, right? And to get better. So we learn things as we go along. And maybe some of these things you didn't even think about out in the world or in yourself. And that's just all information. You may not have any of these, and that would be awesome. But even if you have all of them, which I I doubt you do, don't be hard on yourself. Take it as information and information can be powerful and it can lead us to more wisdom and better behavior, which will lead us to a less stressful life. Believe me. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 face moisturizer and OS1 eye cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. OneSkin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, OneSkin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. So let's start with these toxic behaviors that are looming out there in the world and maybe one or two or more are tucked away inside of ourselves. Being judgmental is one of them. And this one we can actually probably be pretty clear on if we are doing it. And it doesn't serve us at all. And many times, one of the things we talk about a lot in the group and in the skill sheets is being non-judgmental. That's what we have to do in our meditation. That's a beautiful place to practice it, right? Because you can catch yourself when you're judging yourself like, oh, you know, you know, I'm not doing this right. You're judging yourself. No need to be doing that. And like I said earlier, I don't want you to judge yourself about these behaviors. See them, note it, be aware of it, and then make a decision on what you want to do with that information. But don't be judgmental. Don't be hard on yourself. 
it really tends to, you know, if we even are judgmental about with other, about other people, that's a reflection on ourselves. Usually we are having our own challenges and difficulties and we want to pay attention to that one. Again, that one doesn't need too much explanation, but I'm going to move on now to the other ones. One we may not think about a lot is apologizing. Now, people-pleasing is over-apologizing, but not apologizing or holding back apologies can really be a toxic behavior, and it can become a habit. It's maybe not even done consciously at all. So I just want you to reflect, like, are you taking responsibility for your actions in your life? And if you have hurt someone, are you able and do you go and ask them uh, if they can, um, if you can offer them an apology and expressing your remorse? Being able to admit when we're wrong is really a big deal. And it really helps to relieve a lot of stress because we no longer carry it around with us. So things are not always somebody's fault. Maybe we can learn to drop the rope, as I like to say, and not be looking for who's at fault or who to blame. And if we are sure that we had some part in uh, a mishap, we can offer apologies. The next one is gaslighting. I bet you guys have heard a lot about gaslighting. It's a pretty common term and has been for a long time, but it's extremely popular in psychology right now. And it's when one person's actions and behaviors can cause another person to question their thoughts or their memories, their events, or their reality altogether. So just Think about if you ever do that to people. Have you ever said to someone, oh, that never happened, when you kind of want to shut down a conversation that might have started, or telling someone that they have a terrible memory? That's a type of gaslighting. There are ways of turning situations so that the other person is kind of doubting themselves. And we don't want to do that to people. If someone has stuff to bring to us, we can listen to it and take it on and absorb it, run it through our own filters. It doesn't mean because somebody is saying something to us that it is true or true about us, but we can run it through our own filters. Gaslighting can be like a reflex for a lot of people. They just have to turn it around because they can't let anything come in that could be about them that might be harmful to how they would feel. So they just turn it out and say, oh, that never happened or things along those lines. So instead of just assuming that the other person is always wrong, you know, again, you can hear them out, you can listen, you can let it into you and run it through your own filters and decide and have a conversation about it if needed, right? The next one is passive aggressiveness. Now this one can come up a lot with people who are people pleasers or want to avoid conflict, Become they can become passive aggressive. So this is just meaning it's an indirect way of expressing to someone that you're not happy or that you feel negative about something, but you don't come right out and say it. And so it can be things like being a really super stubborn person could be passive aggressive. 
complaining to everybody that you're unappreciated. No one appreciates you. It could be blaming other people. It could be procrastinating or constantly criticizing. So those are all ways of being passive aggressive. And that can really add to our stress load because we are not dealing with what is. We are turning things around and kind of making the other person's life a little bit more difficult or keep them guessing, but we're not coming right out and talking about what the issue is. So we're still carrying the issue, holding it, and they don't even know what on earth is going on. It can be very hard to be on the other end of passive aggressive behavior. So again, this is just information. And with information, we have a little bit more power to make better and different choices. The next one is guilt. Now we all know the guilt trip. Everybody has been guilt tripped and has probably guilt tripped somebody else. And it's kind of a way of manipulating the situation or the person. Like if you don't get your own way in a relationship, you know, you might guilt your partner by saying that they don't love you or they they won't do some a certain thing for you and this can you're making them feel guilty rather than asking them if they could help you get what you need right that's what we want to be able to ask people like can you help me i have this need can you help me much better than trying to guilt them into it. And that is by having some direct communication. And one of the best places to get some real good information on communication is nonviolent communication. Um, Marshall Rosenberg wrote uh, the book many, many, many years ago, and they have a beautiful website also where you can learn a lot of the ways of actually changing your speech so that you are communicating in a nonviolent way. Actually guilt tripping someone, I would feel like that is a little bit of a form of violence, right? Because they're, you know, you're being made to feel bad and you don't really quite know what the other person wants. You just know you don't feel right when they're talking to you. So we want to know if we're doing this. Like, I don't want to be doing this to people. So having some awareness about it and just like, if you're hearing this and you go, Ooh, like, I think I might, I might've done that or I, I might do that sometimes. It's good. It's good to know. That's good information. Another one is jealousy. And jealousy is actually directly related to how we feel about ourselves. If we are insecure in a relationship, we may have jealous feelings because we are afraid that our partner will leave us. Again, what's needed there is some communication. And you could make comments to the person with your jealousy. You could use some of these other bad traits. So you could be passive aggressive. You could kind of guilt trip them. You can see how one of these can lead into another. And we're off to the races with all kinds of behaviors that actually weigh heavily on us. And then we are carrying around these heavy loads of not being clear, not getting our needs met, and inflicting wounds on other people, maybe even unconsciously. 
So jealousy, we want to have communication with someone if we are having jealous feelings. And ask the person if you can talk to them about these feelings that come up because it is showing that maybe there's something lacking in the relationship or maybe just in the communication in the relationship that could be cleared up easily so that you could feel more at home and more at rest and not have that green jealous monster come up. Stubbornness, I mentioned that earlier. And, you know, a lot of times being able to stick with something and forge through is a good thing. And this is a part of how we get things done in life. We are able to go forward, even in the face of difficulties. And we look self-assured and we look like we are always getting what we want. But stubbornness is when we almost have a refusal to do things that are not what we want. And we want to do it in our own way. Sometimes it's not even a whole thing that we want. We just want things done our way. And it can mean that we won't compromise or we don't want to negotiate. And these are so necessary in relationships and in the world to be able to work. It's essential that we are able to compromise. So just check with yourself and see if you have little places where you just won't let go. And I have to tell you, this is a place where a lot of anxiety hangs out because we're tugging on that rope. We will not drop it. We won't give an inch. It's going to be my way. You don't, no one else understands, but the reality is when we drop that rope, we also drop all of this stress that is driving our hormones, causing us to have this continual feedback loop in our mind of difficulties, of problems on the horizon. And it could be stemming from our own inability to compromise and negotiate. It's such a better way to be able to look at problems than to just dig your heels in and say, oh no, oh no, I won't go there. I know this one too. I understand all these because I've lived a lot of life and I've gone in and out of different behaviors. And I'll tell you, stubbornness could be something that you might also be dealing with. And if we can learn better ways of communication Understanding that compromise and negotiation are not about us losing. When we're anxious, we're afraid of losing because that could mean annihilation, right? Like we'll just totally disappear. Has to be our way. No, no, it doesn't. So check in and see if you have any little spots in your life where you might be stubborn. And the final one that I want to leave you with is victimization. A lot of times we find in life that we feel like it's just happening to us. Why is life doing this to me? And sometimes life does come at us uh, wave after wave, but often we have more control than we think. And there are some times where a person is 
a victim. You may be a victim in some circumstance in your life, but I am talking about if you are playing the victim in order to bring up some of these other behaviors that I talked about, such as making other people feel guilty about your victimhood or blaming other people for the situation. Obviously, these are not good behaviors or traits to have, and they are toxic to us. Toxic is such a good word for the, all of this because it does eat away at us and it is heavy inside of us. And when we're heavy and we are stressed and our peace and calm are being eaten away with these kinds of behaviors, we are carrying way more than our fair share in life. So there is so much that you can do being a victim you if you have played that role ever you can stop right now and ask yourself where are the things that i can control and put your focus there become the best you in your life story be the hero you can do it and it does take some change in our thinking and this whole episode is to bring awareness about all these things, because if we're not aware of them or the possibility that we could be involved in these kinds of behaviors, we could never change them. But having a little awareness, maybe you found something in here today that you can do something about. And there's no better time than now to start and be proud of the fact that you could see where you can improve and that you are actually willing to make changes. Awareness is a huge step forward in being our best selves. I really hope this show was helpful for you. And again, love yourself. Be easy with yourself. We are human and we have all experienced these things. We just don't want to make habits out of them and have them make our lives heavier than they already are. I look forward to being with you again in another couple of days. And now for today's quote. Start with changing behaviors, not mindsets. It is much easier to act your way into new thinking than to think your way into new actions. Recurring and consistent performance from behavior change will lead to lasting changes in the way people feel, think, and believe in the long run. And that's from John Katzenbach. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.